Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works, Star Trek Doomsday Machine. If the Borg and the Doomsday Machine were to fight a war in our universe, who would win and why? Well, it assumes that uh, the war between the Doomsday Machine, which was an autonomous weapon of mass destruction uh, from the original Star Trek episodes, and the Borg, a cybernetic organism living in a hive mind, um, would come together in a universe where, and a time where the conflict <coughs> could occur. Now, what would cause the Doomsday Machine to be attracted to the Borg? Well, they, uh, the Doomsday Machine seems to be interested in uh, things that it can consume for energy. For example, when the Enterprise or even Matt Decker's ship were, became too close, got in too close proximity <coughs> to the Doomsday Machine, it activated the weapon. So it is this autonomous uh, fighting weapon with a pure antimatter beam and uh, capable of 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 uh, destroying the, um, weakening the shields of the Enterprise. And also the shell of the Doomsday Machine was made out of pure neutronium. It's very dense. And so their phasers and and torpedoes uh, uh, didn't, photon torpedoes didn't, couldn't damage it. So one of the things that's, pretty amazing about the Doomsday Machine is that it's capable of destroying planets within seconds. It transforms the planets into a fuel for itself. It seems like a weapon that was left over from a long war. It came from the outer portions of the universe and or galaxy universe and um, its origins are unknown. Uh, it, and it seems to be following a path. It just goes through the uh, uh, the the galaxy, consuming planets, and converting it to fuel. And then anything that it looks like has an energy source, it would be attracted to. So the Borg would be attracted. Um, the The conflict would between the Borg and the Doomsday Machine um, would would uh, bring them into close proximity to each other. Now, one of the things that's interesting about the Doomsday Machine is it can regenerate and repair itself by consuming matter. So if it um, it gets low on energy, it will cut up um, a planet using its antimatter beam, then t- consume the rubble and convert that rubble into energy. The Doomsday Machine lacks a centralized command, one of the, uh, or centralized control. It was doubtful and it was never discovered by the Enterprise if the Doomsday Machine had a control center where they could beam aboard it and then turn off the weapon. So, from that standpoint, since it didn't have a centralized control, that might be. Um, one of the one of the Borg's common strategies was to assimilate the control system of the enemy vessel. So since it didn't have a centralized control, 
there wouldn't be any one area where the board could assimilate. Uh, inorganic structure. The doomsday machine is constructed entirely of neutronium, neutronium, an immensely dense and virtually indestructible substance. I think if I were to guess what uh, neutronium is, it's like pretty close to a neutron star. Probably had high density, high gravitational pull. I mean, wouldn't if it's something that big and made of neutrons. It should have had the uh, mass of a of a large star, and um, maybe that's why the Enterprise couldn't pull away from it is because the density was so high. Uh, but then when they destroy the Doomsday Machine, then they're able to escape. So I'm not sure totally about how powerful the impulse. Uh, uh, engines are on the Enterprise, if if just on impulse power alone, they could pull away from a star. It may be possible. So even though the Doomsday Machine had high density and, and, uh, and uh, gravitational pull, it may not been enough to uh, pull the Enterprise into its uh, moth where it could consume it. Additionally, it's a purely a mechanical entity the Bo- whereas the Borg are a cybernetic life form, the Borg's primary mode of attack and assimilation wouldn't necessarily work here with the uh, Doomsday Machine, so it would have to adapt. It was important to note that the Borg's adaption and ingenuity are remarkable. So even if the Doomsday Machine was damaging part of the Borg's cube, because they can adapt and and adjust so quickly from the hive mind, they could rebuild that that section of the cube that was damaged, and I think it was up to sixty percent of the cube could be damaged, and it still be operational. So, um, it would just depend on how great the firepower of the Doomsday Machine was, how quickly uh, the attacks were between intervals and whether or not the Borg could rebuild their cube uh, quick enough. Now, one of the thoughts I had that the Borg could use is that they might be able to create um, a a circular wormhole. So they have this ability to do transwarp, uh, speed where they can do lots of different things they have as kind of a signature that for when they move through space so they 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 have i think they can they can definitely uh catch a starship moving at warp drive so they have something that moves faster than warp drive through space so perhaps they could outrun the doomsday machine or at least they could enter into a wormhole and then um, lure the the doomsday machine out further away from planets uh, and then through repetition, this cat and mouse tactic, they might be able to lure the doomsday machine far enough away from planets that it runs out of fuel and then through just basically the war of attrition, the, the Borg could win. 
So that was one thought I, I had about um, the Borg versus the um, the uh, Doomsday Machine. You know, it's pretty interesting to think about that Doomsday Machine is massive. I didn't get quite of a feel for how big it was, but it, it seems to be fairly big in, in relationship maybe to the Enterprise. It was cylindrical in shape. Um, it pulverizes the planet, uses that powerful antimatter beam to cut up the, the planet and then pulverize it. And then it had the ability to absorb the debris. Now, if I were to think of something that could do that, maybe I would think it maybe a microbiology or a microorganism that would have the ability to break down, maybe through enzymes and stuff, break down its food and then uh, absorb the nutrients and then move on. So it would almost, it doesn't have a biological signature that they could find, but it, it does seem to behave a lot like a microorganism would as it's moving through its environment. But they say that it was a weapon uh, they classified it as a weapon rather than a uh, entity trying to um, navigate its environment. Whereas we know the Borg are they're a highly advanced and technically sophisticated species. They assimilate different other species and then incorporate their technologies into their collective consciousness, into the hive mind. And therefore... Um, acquire the distinctiveness of the species that they assimilate. So in some ways, the Borg are like a government, they, an oppressive government, that is, where they, through force, are able to conquer a people and then um, force conformity through the laws of their of the hive mind. And so the, there is no one individual anymore. They're a collective state and the um, individuals that have been assimilated now will perform particular tasks according to the hive mind. So the, the, when you watch the series called Picard, it, it suggests that the hive mind um, creates pressure on the individual free will and eventually through sheer force, um, the person eventually is occupied by the hive mind and begins to conform to the rules of the hive. Transwarp. I think transwarp, again, is a technology that's superior to Federation warp drive. It allows them to travel at extremely high speeds and access different parts of the galaxy through their conduits. Um, they also have adaptive shielding. So if the Borg were fired upon, they might be able to modulate their shielding to deflect the uh, antimatter beams, and then they might be able to use different types of energy weapons to try to damage the neutrinium um, shell of the 
doomsday machine. So it would be interesting to see what what different types of possible technologies they might try to use from the um, from the species they have assimilated. In terms of depleting the doomsday machine, it's probably unlikely that the Borg techno- technology alone would be sufficient to do that. Um, the doomsday machine is an incredibly powerful and resilient weapon capable of withstanding significant damage. <clears throat> when uh, Matt Decker tried to destroy it, he depleted his all his energy banks on his ship. And then when the Enterprise tried to destroy the doomsday machine, they de- depleted all of their energy banks. And so they were largely ineffective at destroying the doomsday machine. And they had weakened shields and they had no... Um, that the energy to fight the 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 weapon. However, the Borg have adaptive shielding, and their weaponry could potentially provide them some advantages in combating the Doomsday Machine. So, it would be interesting to see if the Borg um, would find a weakness in the Doomsday Machine. Maybe they um, would would use antimatter. And um, and and try to destroy the doomsday machine from within, as the Captain Kirk did, using Matt Decker's ship. Uh, but would they know to do that? I mean, if Matt Decker hadn't sacrificed himself by trying to explode the his shuttle into the doomsday machine, the Enterprise would not have realized that there was a weakness. So how many how many failed attempts would the Borg have to have before statistically, maybe geometrically, they had a low probability of destroying the doomsday, but through a higher number of attempts by using different combinations of technologies or even attempt um, specific technologies that they would eventually be successful. So... Um, maybe the Borg, because of its nature and its adaptability, would become successful in destroying the Doomsday Machine. Well, one of the things that's interesting is about this antimatter blast. How would the Borg be able to uh, stop the antimatter blast? Well, the the Borg might attempt to destroy the Doomsday Machine by detonating antimatter blast into it. But where would they get the antimatter from? So they would have to go and assimilate Federation ships and extract out the antimatter and use that as a, a weapon, like almost like the hydrogen bomb. Or they would... Uh, maybe their trans warp drive uses antimatter. So antimatter seems like a you know it says a pure anti-proton, you know, suggesting that it was an antimatter substance, neutronium. Well, just some thoughts on uh, the doomsday machine. 
Now, if you look at this and how you liken this to uh, AI, you know, AI is like the uh, considered maybe the doomsday machine uh, in the future. If you got to the fourth generation machine where it's processing 100,000 million instructions per second and it's capable of mechanical reasoning and um, it can do its own problem solving. At, at that point, how could humanity defeat something with me- mechanized reasoning and um, and uh, um, so, uh, so, so fast to compute ca- capabilities? Well, again, we would be like the Borg. We'd have to adapt. We would have to be creative, innovative, and look for weaknesses. And if we could not exploit those weaknesses fast enough, then the machine, w- uh, the the doomsday machine, could overpower us with the, its mechani- mechanized thought. And so the idea then would be to contain the machine so that it could not exceed a certain level of performance, therefore being not a threat. But how would you determine at what point that? level of compute power would be would you stop at a hundred thousand million instructions per second or would you realize that at that point that wasn't significant threshold to be of any effect to to be a uh the mechanized thought could not uh formulate reasons strong enough to be of any threat to biological beings uh, that are are capable of reason. So if we're taking our biological reasoning against mechanized reasoning, at what point do we stop and say, uh, we need to now fight against mechanized reasoning in like this doomsday scenario? Um, That's a question I don't know. And the other question I would say is if it had mechanized reasoning, and was properly trained for us by our reasoning, why would it be a doomsday machine? Why wouldn't it just be a tool? How did it go from being a tool to a weapon? And maybe that's what we don't see here, is maybe it was a, a behaving like a microorganism, and it was just looking for food uh, to to sustain its energy, almost like ants in a maze. They're going to migrate to where the food is. And so its mechanism for acquiring food, even though it led to the destruction of planets and billions of lives, um, it was seemed to be operating more instinctual than actual premeditated mechanized reasoning. Just a few thoughts.